Hello, Hess Road Wesleyan Youth. Welcome to the first full episode of the Hess Road Wesleyan Youth Podcast. Today, we're going to be doing just a few things. Uh, the first thing that we're going to do is I'm going to give you an update of my own situation here at home with the wife and kids. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about how I want to use this podcast to communicate with you. And then we're going to do a Bible study and we'll do a little prayer at the end. First off, I want to give you a short update on my life here. As some of you know, I live on Chestnut Ridge Road in Lockport. I live right next to the Lockport Wesleyan Church that is used for refining, which is on Sunday nights. We have been inside our house pretty much completely since last Monday. So this makes us on day nine of the quarantine. Uh, So far, it's been better than I thought it would be. When we started this whole thing out, I thought to myself, oh boy, I'm about to be stuck inside of a house for I don't know how long with a two-year-old and a four-year-old. And I got to say, both Wallace and Graham have been real troopers. They've had their moments, uh, but overall, they've been pretty awesome kids. And I say this, uh, I should also mention that we are potty training Graham right now. Uh, We decided to do the method where we just put him in his underwear and we let him poop and pee on himself until he sort of figures it out. And we've read that if you do this really early, like around two, sometimes the transition can be easy. Uh, So far, it's been okay. Mostly he just pees in his pants and then says, pee. Uh, He doesn't really poop in his pants, but he also doesn't really poop very much. So I don't know. Either way, things are going pretty well. Uh, We're just kind of living each day, trying to get the kids through each day. Uh, I'm trying to work on Sunday school stuff for Hess Road Church, and I'm trying to work on this podcast with you guys. And that's really about all. It's been pretty uneventful so far. Now I'd like to move on to the Bible study part of our podcast. What I'd like to do over the next couple weeks, however long this lasts, is to look at the book of Colossians. Now, if you open up your Bible and you turn to the New Testament, you'll find Colossians, you'll find Romans, you'll have 1st and 2nd Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, and Colossians. I chose this letter, I chose this book of the Bible for two reasons. The first reason is pretty simple. It's short. It's only four chapters long, so I think it'll be really easy for us to complete. And the second reason is that I think it has a good, a great message of Christ's power over everything. And for me, that's really, it's, it's good to have that message right now as we kind of figure out what this world is going to look like with coronavirus and our lives might be changing. Maybe they won't be, but it's certainly a time of confusion. And I think we really need to latch on to Christ's power during this time. I'm not going to look at the book in depth. We're not going to look at every single verse or uh, you know, every little word or anything like that. What I'd like to do each, each podcast is to highlight at least just one or two small things in the book that I think will encourage us and challenge us uh, during this time. But before we actually dig into it, I do want to mention a couple of things about the book. The first thing that I want to 
mention is that it's written by Paul and Timothy. So this book is co-authored. You can see that if you read chapter 1, verses 1 and 2. The second thing I want to point out is that most scholars believe this book was written by Paul and Timothy while Paul was in prison in Rome. So it's just kind of an interesting thing to have in your mind in the background, I think, as you read the book. Now, even though we won't be looking at every single passage or every single word from the book, I do encourage you all to read the book completely uh, from beginning to end at least once or twice during this time because it's. I think that's always a great way to read the Bible if you can. But let's go ahead and dig in. Today, I'm going to look at chapter 1, and we're just going to look at verses 3 through 6. Uh, if you want to get out your Bible, then you can turn to that. I'm going to read that chapter, or sorry, not that chapter, that passage, and then I'm going to make a few comments, and then that'll really be it. Starting with verse 3. We always thank God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, when we pray for you, since we heard of your faith in Christ Jesus and of the love that you have for all of the saints because of the hope laid up for you in heaven. All right, I'd like to stop right there. I've only read verse 3, 4, and part of 5, but I wanted to take a break right here just to mention a couple of things. If you read a lot of Paul's letters, you will notice that at the beginning of most of his letters, he has something like this, where he kind of starts off with a, a real positive note about the people that he's writing to. Really a time of thanksgiving is what we call it, a thanksgiving section. And when I read through this as I was preparing for the podcast, I really thought a lot of you guys. When you read this, you see that Paul is thankful for these Colossian Christians uh, because of their faith and because of the love that they have for the other saints and because of their hope that's laid up in heaven. And when you think about these people in, in Colossae, it's good to know that the city that they were in was pretty small, not a large city. And guesses are, my, my best guess would be that this church is is pretty small too. Maybe it's only 30 people or 40 people. Now, we don't really know, but that's kind of a guess that I might have. And when you think about these Colossian people, it's good to remember that the rest of the culture around them, they weren't Christians. At that time, Christianity wasn't really well known, and it wasn't necessarily culturally acceptable or anything like that. So these people were living their lives sort of against the grain of the rest of society. And even though in America Christianity is culturally acceptable and it's pretty normal to see a church on, you know, a church or two in every tiny, tiny little town, I think if we are truly following Jesus, we will live lives that are different from the world around us. And I think a lot of you guys are doing just that. You're living lives that are quite different from the rest of the world. And so for that, for your faith and for your love of the church, I am so thankful for each and every one of the teens and students in the House Road Wesleyan Church. I'm thankful for the opportunity to get to know you guys, the opportunity to lead you and disciple you. And I want to focus on that last little bit that I read, that part where he talked about our hope laid up for us in heaven, or the hope laid up for you in heaven. Now, I, I don't want to dismiss the struggles that we could face 
with coronavirus. We really don't know where we're going to be going next. We don't know how long we're going to be trapped inside. We don't know how this is going to affect people's financial situation. We don't know how many people will get sick. It may be that some people we know, maybe even people that are close to us, will get sick. And people may even die. And so this situation may be very, very difficult. I don't want to make light of that. I don't want to pass over it. But I do want to focus on the fact that we have a hope laid up for us in heaven. That whatever happens with coronavirus, and really whatever happens in life at all, we have, through our salvation in Jesus, a hope laid up for us in heaven. And I think this hope frees us to not worry about what comes next and to truly love each other during this time of uncertainty. And I want us throughout this week and really throughout this whole time to focus on that hope in heaven. Again, I don't want to like just gloss over the difficulties that we might face, but I do want us to remember that Jesus truly is in power. Now let's move on to the rest of the passage that I wanted to read today. This is starting in the middle of verse 5. Of this you have heard before in the word of the truth, the gospel, which is come to you as indeed in the whole world it is bearing fruit and increasing, as it also does among you since the day you heard it and understood the grace of God in truth. Now, I actually don't want to say a whole lot about this section, but I want to say this. I want to add that as I just talked about how we have a hope laid up for us in heaven, the hope that we have laid up for us in heaven is because of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is because Christ came to this earth, he lived among us, he died, and he rose again. And for that, we have a hope in heaven. And I want you guys to increasingly understand the grace of God in truth. That's what I really want. When Paul uses that phrase, the grace of God in truth, I want you guys to fully embody that in your hearts and in your minds and in your lives. I want you to continue to bear fruit. And what I mean by bearing fruit, and I think a lot of what, what the Bible means, is two things. One, that the gospel would continue to spread and grow. And also, that we as believers would continue to grow and mature. That we would continue to love our neighbor as ourselves, to care for people, to reach out, to be a light in this world. I want you guys to be a light in this world. That's all I really wanted to focus on today. I just want you guys, as you're out there thinking about life, who knows what life is going to look like for the next little while, our hope is in heaven because of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now I'd like to take a moment to pray. Lord, I want to thank you for these teens and for these students. I pray that you'd strengthen them for whatever's coming during this time with coronavirus. We pray that the coronavirus would really run its course quickly and that we would be able to resume to our normal lives with hopefully as few people as possible getting sick or, or dying or anything like that. But if it can't pass by slowly, Lord, I, I pray that you would strengthen your church 
Get us ready to be a light in the world during this time. We love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, and before I go, I just want to remind everybody, if you have any prayer requests, if you want to share a little bit about what's going on in your life right now, or if you just want to send a question or a comment about the podcast, please send me an email. Uh, You can also comment on Facebook or send me a personal message on Facebook, or if you want to, you can give me a call or a text message. I hope you've enjoyed this first episode, and I will see you soon. Bye-bye.